You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Start your day the right way with your daily dose of inspiration. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and welcome to Radio Ramadan. A sense of peace be upon you and around you and may salam emanate in all the things that you do. Brothers and sisters, much welcome to Radio Ramadan here in our sixth installment. As we're getting together today, I hope that whether you're driving home or getting settled in right before breaking your fast or in your in the middle of your day, I hope that you can bring yourself into a posture of dignity. Open up your pelvis, stack your hips and you know pull the air up deep into your diaphragm. Roll your shoulders forward off your body and look down. Pull your your posture straight up, open your sternum and allow salam to pour into your body. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Again, sense of peace upon you and around you. Welcoming everyone back in our sixth installment. Thus far, we've been going step by step in our Quranic transformation. Now, I highly recommend everyone continue to study Quranic supplications. I have my own series out there and Mufti Mank this year is doing a wonderful Quranic supplications, uh, duas made by prophets. Another great series. Make sure you catch that. But once you feel satisfied that you know a supplication, let's get a little bit deeper into it and use that supplication and turn it into a transformation. What does it mean to transform? To highlight the bogus rules that have been holding us back. Bogus rules, brules. Rules that we have made up, associations that are in our head. Oh, I can't be religious enough because I'm this. I'm not going to be good enough because I did that. I have this sin. I can't forgive this person so I can never be considered pious. And by putting up all these bogus rules based on what people think of you and what society will, how society will judge you, you tend to limit yourself severely. So today we come to the transformation, identifying rules, identifying routines and rituals and highlighting the routines and rituals that will bring what we want to the forefront. So I know it's a lot of words today, but I hope that in our sixth installment, we're looking at the transformation from a different perspective. Oh Allah, I know that I can ask you what I want whenever I need. Oh Allah, I know that you believe in me and want good for me. And oh Allah, I know that hereafter is full of bounty for me. That Jannah has a house with my name on it. Uh, and it is there presently. That is in the hadith. You have to make it there. But once you reach that stage, can you say to yourself, Oh Allah, now I turn it over to you. What should I ask for? Despite being able to ask for anything, Oh Allah, what should I ask for? And there's that sense of humility that comes in immediately. So go back to Rabbana, Atina, Fiddunya, Hasana. I hope that you're saying it so much to yourself. Oh Allah, I ask you for the good of this world and the good of the hereafter and save me. 
me from the hellfire. Go ahead and say, Oh Allah, you tell me what is hasana. Start finding out things from the Quran and Sunnah, things from lectures that you can hear and say, yes, this is good. Oh Allah, fill me with that and then give your own def- definition. Next, on our second day, we talked about nur, about being full of light, about having light in us originally, and then asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to complete that light. That was a tremendous piece. Then in our third installment, Oh Allah, do not allow me to go astray. Do not allow me to deviate from the path once I am treading the path of guidance Don't take me off of it. Once I have experienced it, don't take me away from it. Now that's a huge place. Oh Allah, I turn to you. Please tell me what to do. And you're turning it over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In day four, oh Allah, soak me, marinate me, pour upon me. Give me the ability to be mindful and patient. And then in our fifth uh, installment, in my opinion was where we raised the bar tremendously. And we were able to say, Oh Allah, what should I do? Make for me, Oh Allah, make me an establisher of the prayer. What kind of routines and rituals come into somebody's life? Uh, when they can ask for salah, the consistency of salah to come into their life. Look at that right there. Is that not itself a transformation? Praying five times a day, following the actions and the intentions that you need to f- to fulfill the religion that you follow. That's not where I want to get into, but undoubtedly you're, you say yes. Oh Allah, give me the strengthening of these routines and rituals, but don't close the door there, please. In the Quranic transformation, you have to be able to say, Ya Allah, I was able to put my life in under control five times a day, for example, or hijab or hajj or uh, uh, spending uh, uh, purposefully in the path of Allah or having the right kind of uh, income. All of these components lead you to say, wow, when it comes to God, I can change my entire existence. Now, oh Allah, help me to lay down the routines and rituals that will help me find me, help me find my purpose. What is my purpose in on this earth? Why did you create me? How many people am I meant to help? What patience and what struggles am I meant to go through? Prepare me for that. And that I hope you can now say, <coughs> Oh Allah, give me the routines and rituals that will not only make me successful in, in the akhirah, but now that I'm headed in that direction, Oh Allah, help me to be, have the routines, the rituals, and the lifestyle that will lead me to my goals. And that's where I'm really hoping. Where, look, I know you're still sitting there praying. It's only the fifth, sixth installment. Oh Allah, let me have money and a good kids and a wife and a house. I get it. I'm with you. Amin to your prayers. But I think you're really limiting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's purpose for you was not to buy a house and settle down and put a picket fence, right? There was something more productive. Nothing against having the house or the spouse. But your purpose is greater than that. Don't limit your request to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a, Oh Allah, I'd really like this stuff. But today, I hope that we can start from a foundation 
of Rabbirhamhuma kama Rabbayani Sahira. Yes, I understand you've made this dua several times, but today let's dive in. Today's supplication opening the bo- doors to transform our life by going back to the beginning. Oh my parents, oh my foundation, take me and take me back to the time where they nurtured me, fed me and taught me manners. There are three components. Rabbirhamhuma kama rabbayani saghira. Oh Allah, bless have mercy and take care of my parents. Bless them with mercy. Kama the way they did, similar to the way they brought me up. Rabbayani comes from a root word giving us three distinct meanings, three distinct levels. Number one, feeding me. Number two, nurturing me. Number three, disciplining me. Rear, the word is to rear. To raise someone and teach them the do's and don'ts. Sometimes there's discipline involved. To nurture someone, to rear someone, raise them with discipline and to feed them. If today we could deeply reach down into our connection with our parents, with our relationship to those who gave us life and carried us in this world until we were old enough to say, Oh, you don't understand me. So today, if you would one more time, read it with me. Let's answer our three questions. Who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who are we to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And what is this request that we're making to God about our parents? What is it that we're asking for? Come on down. I want you to growl the raw fully. It is tempting to think that this is a light sound, Rabbir, Bir, but it is pronounced heavy because of the, uh, an exception to the rule, Rabbir, this, uh, this alif, we, uh, connecting to the ra is going to be pronounced heavy, Rabbir, Bir, Ham, Huma, Kama, Rabbayani, Sagira, Oh my Lord, have mercy upon them, both of my parents, as they brought me up when I was small or young. Phase number one, who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to you? Can you tell me? Can you say in this scenario, who is God to you that you're reaching out to him? And in my opinion, it's the God who gave you these two people who gave you life. Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, tucking you in at night? No, but it's God who created this woman who fed you, changed you, laid next to you, comforted you during fevers. And he created this creature, called her mother, even referred to her in the Quran. So here's where I'm definitely asking you to make the connection. Oh God who made my mother. Or, oh God who loves me 70 times more than my mother, than your father. In the case of being protected, overlooked, uh, overlooked, looked over, um, reared, disciplined, protected, supported, fed, do you not see this creature 
who crazily enough, maybe you couldn't see it as a child, but when you were born, was willing to sacrifice his life, his energy, and his 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 time. I really got lost for words there. His life energy is what I was stumbling over. Didn't know if he would digest that, but your father would give up his life. He would work on in another country to be able to send you money. All things you can't see, I understand that, but could you then not make the association, oh God who loves me 70 times more than this, this mother who is feeding me, oh God who looks after me and protects me and looks out for me with greater protection than my father, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. So to me in this supplication, who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the God of my mother, the God of my father. And when you are able to with a lens of humility and maturity, it takes a lot. Look, you can't do this if you're young. Ask your parents, they'll explain. But adults, do you not see how loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is by seeing the sacrifice your mother gave? Do you not see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's unbound? unbounding love and surrounding protection just in the example of the way your father took care of you? Not everyone is blessed in that situation with a mom or a dad or a healthy relationship. But we can at least connect with the archetype. Even if you have a bad relationship with a parent, let's be real. You can still say, yeah, that's just me. But for real, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks out for us more than a mother. More protects us more than a father. Who is this God? So undoubtedly, you don't worship your parents, but as an infant, who controls your life, your death, your food, your God does on the external, on an external child level. He can see these two creatures as his everything. The ones who grant him yes, no, who give him food, who clean him, who protect him. Everything are these two creatures. Now, irham, irham huma, my Lord have mercy on them. So you immediately say, Lord, I request you have mercy on these two. So you're kind of out of the, the picture here. You come in at the end. You know, we usually answer, who are you? But it is Allah, the Lord of my mother and my father. Immediately, ya Allah, my request is you are the source of mercy. O source of mercy, have mercy upon both of my parents. As they had mercy, patience, compassion, sacrifice for me. So in this, can you now describe, before you tell me what Rabbayani is, can you humble yourself in front of God? Right now, associate, make the connection and say, Ya Allah, it is me, the one who came from a mom and a dad, the one who was a little cousin, the one who was small, the one who was ignorant, the one who was amazed by uh, uh, little toy cars that made sounds and by sitting on my dad's knee and by uh, watching uh, the rain fall from the sky. I was amazed, Ya Allah. There was a time where I wasn't full of arrogance and full of my Myself. That is where I ask us to describe ourselves. 
Ya Allah, the one who reached out to me and gave me a mother figure and a father figure, in this case, a mother and a father, who took care of me, oh Allah, it is me, the one who is weak, the one who didn't know, the one who stood on other people's shoulders to stand up, the one who grew from the advice of teachers around him in order to be seen as something great, the one who learned skills from the earth and from the people around him. Ya Allah, oh Lord of my mom and dad, it is me, weak, and without those who you said to support me, nothing. So for that, Ya Allah, Kama Rabbayani Sahira, take care of them the way they took care of me in my small, in my weakness, in my in my shortcomings, in, in the time where I was vulnerable and could have been crushed by a like a falling uh, 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 by anything, I could have been damaged. I was a child. And then look at the middle word, Rabbayani. I hope today's episode's not too heavy for you. I'll try to pick up the pace and give you a little bit more excitement. But Rabbayani here is made up of three single components. Nutri uh, nutrients. The way that your family fed you. They picked out the best of food available at the time. And when it came to feeding the child, the best of the milk was given. The cleanest of the food was given. The, the freshest, something that wouldn't be uh, contaminated. The most uh, juicy, easy to digest meats. All were given Rabbayani. So your parents gave you, they nourished you, then they disciplined you. That took a great deal. It's easy to be friends. You can be, your parents don't need to be your friend first. You'll have hundreds of friends that won't help you in life alone. Parents are more than your friend. Making the decision to make the tough decisions and be out there to say the hard things to you, uh, oh, young people, younger generation, including myself, you think it was easy for your parents to say, no, you can't go. No, you can't do this. You think they, they liked saying, oh, yeah, sit here and no, you're not allowed to go to that mixed gathering. It's difficult. They go through the difficulty and in your dua right now, oh, Allah, thank you. I thank you. Bless them for the difficulties they went through. Bless them for the choices that they made, even though they didn't have a full deck of information. You know your parents didn't come with a how to raise my kids in another country manual. And if you didn't, have some mercy on them now. Please, I request in this dua, we're going back. We're turning the clock back and saying, who is this God who blessed me with two parents who sacrificed everything and sacrificed during a time where I would never be able to recognize or even admire? Some of us still hold vendettas and grudges over our parents for the hard decisions they had to make. Oh Allah, bless those people who made those hard decisions, who fed me when I thought cotton candy and uh, iron brew was healthy. Uh, I'm just giving you an example. Uh, uh, bless them for taking care of my my mood when I thought it would be okay to bite people or spit or to say scream when I would lose my etiquette my parents brought me and taught me what it was and when it came to nurturing me when it came to teaching me what was the uh, to teaching me and giving me manners morals and the etiquettes to carry myself and be accepted in society Rabbayani Sahira you fed me 
you nurtured me and you reared me. You taught me manners and you taught me to be greater than tolerable, but to increase value. So today, follow the sunnah of your Nabi and read this an odd number of times. But when you're ready and you've heard this echo in your heart enough times, then raise the bar, write down this Rabbana and freeze it into your practice forever. Write it into time forever. O oh Allah, and write down who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in that moment. Take care of my parents and then describe who your parents are. Write their name, write and describe them not only by name, but by characteristics and sacrifices that they made for you and your family and the tough decisions that they did. Bless them for taking care of me, for feeding me, for punishing me, for rewarding me, for encouraging me when I was young. God, take care of them and protect them the way they took care of me, protected me, and reared me in my young age. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Hasbi Allahu la ilaha illa hu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim. I hope today carried a little bit more than just a motivational, oh, it's a good talk. But today's radio Ramadan made a final lasting impression to say, I may not get along with my parents perfectly. I'm not going to agree with everything they say. I may be disappointed in the outcome of certain things, but I am not going to look them in the eye and think, oh, wow, let me challenge them. But I will finally see, mom, dad, ami, abu, you're, you're sent from Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent you to me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all these years, I never realized that, but everything went fine. And then all of a sudden, when I got older and mature and tried to control things, then mom and dad couldn't understand me. Then they weren't, they were backwards and they were old fashioned. But that wasn't the case when I was young. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open all of us to understand that we don't have to obey our parents. We have to deal respectfully. Obey, meaning we're not slaves to our parents. But when you do the math and realize from what avenue did your parents get to you? What re- who bound the relationship between you and your parents? La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Yes, it gives you a little bit of a shiver, right? A tingle to say, oh, Allah did. Yes, my friends, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this unbelievable experience. And if you could, if your mind, if Ramadan, you're safe enough and you're like, it's Ramadan. Let me think something beyond the norm. Recognize that God created this human system. But when you look up this mom, this dad, they do what God would do. They take care of you and care for you like a creator. Now you won't understand this yet until you have children. I hate to oversimplify it and, and, and cut you out of the story. But imagine, look at the stats, look at the statistics. Mother will lose her sleep, a dad will work endless hours, they'll, they'll, they'll sacrifice their own comfort, they'll drive hours so their kid could get to a, uh, to a, a fun place to see a cartoon or to go to a park. 
they would literally destroy themselves. What type of creature would do that? Nobody logical. So then you got to go one step further. What God would create human beings to take care of the next generation so well? I don't know. I feel very strong to say that a, a God has a lot to do with this. And his love to you is undoubtedly seen in the way that he has given you parents. For those of you who have access to respecting your parents and taking care of them, do your best. But this is not one of those, be good, be nice, love your mom and dad. See your mom and dad as a sign of communication, a means to communicate with God and see if the relationship doesn't open itself. All that is clean and pure is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mistakes, misrepresentations are my own. May you have a great communication with your parents. Talk to them about what you heard. And families, think about your parents if they're not with you. Pray for them. Last but not least, this is not about being perfect, friends. We all argue. We all have difficulties. And as you get older, conversations get more complicated with your parents. Keep it real. And remember to keep your intention for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and your words will come from the right place. Speak from the heart, not from the mind, and you'll know that you've done the right thing. Jazakallah khairul jaza. Always a pleasure and welcome to your first six days or sixth episodes of Radio Ramadan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. information and to listen to more podcasts visit us at arc.score or check out the arc media app